When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. saying is, is, well, they must have really done a number on you. Gave you that there shiner. Haven't seen you this worked up in, well, forever, I guess. Well, it is what it is, I suppose. Don't get me wrong. Love the passion, boss. Really, I do. But they've got to be long gone by now, right? What are we out here for? That's a problem with you kids, Jameson. No goddamn patience. Like a dog chasing a rabbit through a field. Don't rightly get what you mean, Rector. This camp could be days old. Could be someone else's, right? They could have turned off any exit along the highway. I don't get how we can be sure this is it, you know? That it's them, I mean. Oh, you don't, huh? Well, that's probably because your head's full of stones. Let's see. (laughs) Still warm. Now, sticking with our whole hunting analogy, a hound's a good hunting friend, a companion, be it a dumb one. You don't look to a damn dog for a plan, do you? No, 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 no. That's the hunter's job, a man's job, to know where the rabbit's running to, if the dog can catch it before it gets to its burrow, to know how much flight your prey's got on it, to know its habits. Now... I I don't care much for the way you're talking to me right now, Richter. Oh, is that right? (laughs) Seems a particularly bad time to grow a spine to me, but here we are, aren't we? Maybe you see this split lip I got given to me and think to yourself, well, if a little rabbit could go and do a thing like that, then 
just maybe a dog can do better. But the hand that feeds. That about the just of it? Well, no, I'm not saying anything like that. It's just, I don't much like the way you talk to me is all. Like I'm an idiot. I ain't no idiot, Mr. Richter. No, <laughs> no, you ain't. Your daddy, now he was a fucking idiot. Remember him? I sure do. Three teeth and a lazy eye. Head so far up his ass, you'd mistake him for half a turd himself. Hey, now, you, you take that back. That ain't right. You talking about my daddy like that. He was a good man. <laughs> I just remember now. <laughs> Tried to lay down and play dead for a bear. Wrong breed to be playing that sort of game with. I watched that black bear dash his head all over some rocks by the riverside. Gutted him. Gobbled him up like a big old salmon. <laughs> so by logical deduction, if your daddy was an idiot then, Jameson, I'd hazard to say that you're what's left. A stunted, inbred, backwards piece of shit unlikely to get by on his own. A son of a goddamn fool. A dumb as fuck little mud who needs his face rubbed in it. So come on over here. Hey, let go. Let's have no, a little no, listen. No. I, I don't want to Come on. Uh, I'm sorry. Get over here. Come on! Come on, you little bitch! Come on! Yeah, that's right! You feel that? Woo! Still hot, right? Well, hey, you can cook all that! How about the smell that I think we already are? Never question me again. You understand that? When you look in the mirror, and you see the scar that's gonna leave, I want you to remember that you never question me again. Now fuck off. Richter here. Just got done having a grand old time at the old Nomad rest stop. Found a campfire off of Old 24. Probably on route to skirt along the Peoria Deadlands. But that river there is a pain in the ass if I ever knew one. It means she's going to have to cross through Pekin. And that bridge there's not in the best shape these days. And it's going to take some time to cross. These coals I found, they're still hot, so... She's got 12 hours on us at most. <laughs> Probably half that. Compound those problems with the sad, sad reality that that old beater we gave her is a right bitch on gas. I told her though, didn't I? Warned her that a lot could go wrong between here and San Francisco. Let's go ahead and make that a reality. Giddy up, little ponies. We've got some ground to cover. See you in Peckham. It just a little bit further. Come on, Hannah, you can do it. Almost. Oh, oh! Hi, listener! You, oh, 
You almost scared me. Jeez. You know, I wouldn't want to go and start being all demandy with you, but do you think you could let a girl know when you're about to make your grand reappearances? I don't know, like a signal or something? I mean, where have you been? It's been over a day, at least. Where do you go when you're not here? So many questions, really. But let's just leave them in Unsetsville for the time being. You have literally caught us mid-prowl, which is, admittedly, a work in progress. But I finally feel like we're getting somewhere. Just really slowly. Oh, okay, positive thoughts, Hannah. Think positive thoughts. Closer. Closer. Oh, you're probably wondering why all the subterfuge, huh? Sorry, we're a bit distracted here, listener. Very focused. But if you'd hazard a gander over to that blanket right beside where she's sitting, well, that, my friend, is a book. Even more exciting, it's an actual comic book in readable condition, and it's open. All I have to do is just get a little closer. But please! Please, zombie girl, not now! Can we not do this whole thing where you try and eat me for once? I just want to kick it, you know? A moment of peace taken in relative silence, read my comic, and maybe do a redundant log report for funsies. A zen before we're inevitably hunted down by stupid raiders or bounty hunters or whatever Richter wants to pretend he is. We all know the real answer is actually assholes. Stupid assholes, actually. Now, get, 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 get. Ah, no, none of that. Christ, on a trike, no one ever listens to me. Now, where's that comic? No, 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 no! Oh, we were so close! Ugh, you blew it! Oh, good job, zombie me. Just great, exactly where we wanted to be. This is on you, for the record. <sighs> Which I guess means technically we both blew it, but you know what? I'm not ready to admit defeat. Not yet. We are in this to win it. Don't you dare not think about standing your ground, Hannah. You can do this. Oh my god, why did I let you out of the trunk? Oh, that's easy, Callie. Let me just go ahead and answer that for you since you've decided to speak to a mindless zombie. Basically, you've realized you're so, so absolutely alone that you've started to imagine that said fucking zombie has feelings. That it's cruel to keep her locked up in a trunk while you try and take a single moment to relax. Because you're an over your head. Really big this time. Running for your life and facing the very real possibility that you might not get away this time and... That nobody's really gonna care. So... The most human thing you can do is just open the trunk and try to pretend for a minute that your life is normal. Normal-ish. So fucking please, zombie girl. Please spare me the part where you try and eat me. And just let me read my book. <sighs> Mine. Oh, victory! Yes! Now hold, Hannah! Hold! Look at the pages! Oh, look at those beautiful pages and their glorious words! You know, there's nothing worse than someone reading over your shoulder. Wait, what? Oh, no, no, no fucking way. Are you serious right now? That's not possible. Is it? 
Zombies can't read? <laughs> right? They can't. Or can they? Okay, this is such a long shot, but let's just go for it. Open book. Ooh, pretty pictures. So color. Much glossy. Huh? Now close book. Open. Closed again. Holy shit. Discovery ahoy. I I'm not just imagining it, am I? You do have feelings or, or something like them, don't you? Is there somebody in there, zombie girl? I mean, that's crazy, right? Wait, did she just... Yes. Oh my god. Yes, there is. Callie, I'm here. I'm in here. Oh, listener, how do I talk to her? She sees me. Someone finally sees me. I don't want to miss this chance. What do I even say? I mean, it could be the colorful pictures, right? Or like the smell of paper. But I think it's obvious that you... Wow, I need to get this on log. Where, where's my log? The one time I actually need that stupid recorder. Uh, there it is. Okay. Scouting report, 15-7-2182. I've, I, I think I've just made a discovery. Or maybe the discovery. Oh, God, the zombie that I'm, that, that I'm, that I'm traveling with, I guess. You know, I'm going to skip the stuff you already know and get to right to the good part. So I was lounging around, taking a mental health break like the Golden Gate Traveler's Guide says to do when you're stressed. Anyways, I catch zombie girl sneaking up behind me in what I thought was the usual lurk and threaten to possibly eat me things she does before I realized she was actually after my comic book. I wasn't even on her radar. Fucking weird, right? God, I, I don't know how to put it without sounding totally delusional, so I'm just gonna say it. There was a definite physical reaction from her between the book being open and then me closing it. Like, she was somehow upset she couldn't look at the pretty pictures or something? I don't know if that's some kind of reflex. Like, maybe whoever this zombie used to be liked comics, and some primitive part of her brain responded? Hell, I'm not an expert on this kind of stuff, but there was something there. She was... She was communicating. Or at least trying to. Kind of like a red light, green light, zombie edition. Which means... Which means... That they can be communicated with, even primitively. And that there is some chance that these things aren't just mindless, flesh-eating murder machines. <sighs> I mean, like I said, I'm no expert on zombie behavior patterns, but... Maybe this means we finally find a way to bridge the gap. Which subsequently means that this is officially a field trial or some shit. I'm not saying that this zombie is necessarily a person, but... Wait, wait, okay. I've got another idea, so I'm just gonna roll with it and see what happens. Okay, wish me luck. Recorder, wish me luck, okay? You stay on. For science. Oh no. Callie, I sure hope you know what you're doing, because I have lost complete control of zombie me now. Great! I really thought we were getting somewhere here, and now she's gone and slipped the leash! Please, 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 let's not eat this girl. Because I'm getting that funny feeling again. That feeling where the zombie part of me is happy and excited. Probably because I'm happy and excited and she's getting fixated. Hey, hey, you. Huh? huh? You like this, right? Yeah, yeah, you're damn right you do. Okay, okay, you stay, stay right there. 
Ah, oh, damn, maybe, just maybe this wasn't my best idea. Shitty ideas from Callie are truly becoming a common theme. Or one might even say a trend. Oh shit, a shit trend. Whoa, whoa, hey, back! J just hold on! Let me put this down for a second and, uh, under a blanket. Out of sight. Mind? Huh. Okay, instant disappointment and disengagement. Great. You've got the intention span of a Golden Gate frat boy. I can see this is gonna go real well. Mm, time for a new approach. Commence operation! Zombie reading rainbow! Hey, zombie girl! We're gonna try something real cool. But before we can get to that, I'm gonna have to come over there. And, you know, I'm gonna sit you down over here. Right? Gentle. Gentle, no biting. Great. You're doing great. Oh. Good. Ooh, okay, that was easier than I thought it was gonna be. Note, she's actually getting a lot better with letting me lead her around and even putting hands on her. Which is almost as important a development as this one, but... Okay, now just let me get the comic back out. No, you, you just stay there. I swear to you, I'll invoke my most mom and dad have had enough of your actual bullshit voice. And this comic here is so going back under that blanket again. All right. I think it's safe to say that she definitely identifies what the comic is. Now let us begin. Page one. Tank Girl, the official movie comic adaptation. Listen up, because I'm only telling you this once. I'm not a bedtime story lady, so pay attention. Well, the attention is being paid, but you should know from one not a bedtime story lady to another, Tank Girl. Sometimes you don't get a choice and- <laughs> Okay, okay, I get it. Where were we? Right, um... The world is screwed now. A while ago, this humongous comet came crashing into the Earth. BAM! Total devastation. End of the world as we know it. No celebrities, no cable TV, no water. It hasn't rained in years. Wow. Imagine an apocalypse without stupid robots. Actually sounds preferable. Except for the water stuff. <laughs> Only thing worse than an apocalypse is a smelly, unwashed apocalypse. Ugh. And... Huh. You've just gone ahead and fallen into a weird yet strangely happy-looking trance. All that fuss and you didn't even last a page, zombie girl? Out like a light! Oh well, I guess now is as good as ever to stop. Which is probably for the best. You know, <laughs> before the ghost of MGM past comes through time itself to sue me. <laughs> Knowing what we do about pre-apocalypse corporations, I'm not gonna count anything out. Which is fine. Take the house. Or really, I suppose you'd take my remaining worldly possessions. And my stupid Jetta. And deep woods off. But please, leave the zombie girl, cause... Ooh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Well, I'm, I'm starting to think that she's not actually an it at all. Cause if I didn't know any better... <laughs> I'd say she's dreaming. Welcome back, dear listener. We hope that you were on board and prepared for both the expected and unexpected. We know for sure that Callie got a lot more than she bargained for with zombies that could read. As we head into this holiday season, 
Both cast and crew would like to give you our thanks for sticking with us. Lots more where that came from. Scattered stories throughout the wasteland as we continue to follow Hannah and Callie West with the dreaded raider Richter right on their tail. An Apocalypse has been brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment and stars Amanda Hufford as Hannah, Will Hanford as Jameson, Jordan Rudolph as Mel, Tom Schock as Richter, and Abigail Turner as Callie. This episode was written and sound designed by Damien Sidlow, with sensitivity reading and editing by Max Shepard. We'd love it if you'd stop by and show us some love with maybe a follow on socials. You can find us on Twitter at Hanapoctical, and now on Instagram for the first time as Red Fathom Ent. If you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show, as well as other future productions like it, you can be one of the first to do so by visiting Red Fathom over on Patreon. Patreon is, of course, a service that allows you to pitch a few bucks to us monthly to help keep this show going. Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show, helping us bring stories like this one out from post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart was on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.